Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green with SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I'm one of the amazing coaches with the NoBS Weight Loss Program. All right. This morning, <laughs> we're going to talk about the psychology of boredom. Boredom. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll try not to bore you. Right. Right. So, yeah, we were... Um, we were having a discussion. We were going to be coach um, discussing transitional growth today, and somehow Judith ended up down a rabbit hole of <laughs> how did we transition from transitional <laughs> growth to boredom? I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was kind of a rabbit hole, but it's a super interesting rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I went down the Mel Robbins rabbit hole and it was, what, what did we determine? It was called borrowing functioning, right? Yeah. And so it led to, you know, people who seek others for comfort mm -hmm. versus learning how to self, basically self, self -soothe soothe, yeah. themselves and um, which led somewhere in the, the topic, it discussed boredom and it just hit resonated with me because so many times in coaching uh, my clients, common themes that the brain seems to get stumped upon that people, feelings, people don't want to feel yes, are, or don't know how to feel are relaxation and boredom. Yeah. Like don't know what to do with it. Don't know yeah. what to do with it. And we're, you know, hopefully on the downside of a pandemic, right? Where we have all had to deal with boredom as part of being quarantined, part of being away from people. Um, well, and just a change in life too, like just kind of stuck at home. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Home, home loses its novelty when you've lived <laughs> in it, right? That's a big part of boredom. So we, uh, as we did a little Google researching, like the yeah, lack so of lack of novel. Okay. So Googled a couple different definitions of boredom. So one was uh, neurological, hold on, devoid of neuro neurological stimulation, right? Um, boredom can be defined in terms of attention. According to Eastwood, it occurs when we are not able to engage our attention with internal or external information, thoughts, feelings, and environmental stimuli, respectively. Um, Okay. This was not, that was not, that wasn't the fun definition. The fun definition no. that, <laughs> that uh, Sonia liked was the one where, uh, <laughs> so Tolstoy defined it as a desire for desires. And Adam Phillips described it as the feeling that sometimes drops over children, like a scratchy blanket. He called it the state of suspended animation in which things started and nothing begins. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I liked that one anymore because both of them resonate with me. I do think it's a neurological uh need for stimulation, but I I think when I think about being bored, the whole concept of that scratchy blanket idea, it's a desire for desires. I know that in my weight loss journey, most most of my eating would come down to boredom. And, and so I really do think that 
most of us are just uncomfortable. Boredom is an emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like those other negative emotions that we've never made friends with. We don't know how to feel it. We don't know what to do with it. Um, and culturally, mm-hmm. it is unacceptable. Unacceptable to be, to be without bored. productivity, to be bored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were talking when we were pre-gaming, we were talking about when when we were kids and you said the same thing happened to you. Mm-hmm. If I if I ever uttered the words, mm-hmm. I'm bored mm-hmm. around one of my parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, hang on. I got something for you to oh, do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a little job for you. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And out on, we didn't have cows to milk like you did, but we did have a cow pasture full of rocks. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't milk milk our cows, but but yeah, I mean, I would be sent out with a hoe to chop thistles or yeah. you know, or dust the furniture, which for me was worse. Oh my there gosh, was nothing worse than having to dust the furniture. Right. I one time, I kid you not, um, my childhood driveway paved right, and it, it's a it's at least a quarter mile long. And my mom had me sweep the driveway as my first experience with blisters. My hands were shot and I was so mad. I think I was like 12. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but boredom is unacceptable in our culture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we, or maybe fortunately, I don't know, but we need we need to get comfortable with boredom, right? Because it can also be a, we were talking about it as a trigger, uh, a catalyst for change. A catalyst. Yes. That's the word I really like. Um, because it's kind of like anxiety when you're feeling it. That's also a scratchy blanket kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's telling our bodies, you know, it's telling our bodies something. But, and this goes back to what you're always saying about disassociation. We're not good at listening to what our bodies are telling us. Right. Which this comes back to Mel Robbins little thing about borrowing functioning. And the issue with that was she she said that her psychotherapist or whatever said that, you know, it's the inability to, to ground yourself. And so what, what I took that to mean is what we know in life coaching is learning to drop into your body and feel the feeling. Yes. Right. Just drop in and experience the feeling. And it's not going to last near as long when you feel the feeling. (laughs) It's just just a vibration, right? (laughs) Right. And, And that's why I like that scratchy blanket idea, because it is, it's just a vibration. It is a physical feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's an experience it's a yeah. physical experience in your body yes and we have become tone deaf to those physical experiences when really they are our bodies and our brains work together mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. supposed to but so many of us have just learned to just shut that door Mm-hmm. to our emotions to our vibrations and I'm not trying to get in the woo mm. because I'm a I'm I like a, woo <laughs> I, I like woo 
I, I consider myself a pretty logical person, but I, this makes a lot of logical sense to me that we have turned off, we've shut the door between the body and the brain, and we've got to open that door and feel that scratchy blanket. It doesn't which, hurt us. Which comes back to like just learning to feel a feeling, bottom line, right? Like we could, we could almost end right there because I'm sure we've talked about that before. <laughs> But I do, I do have some, some Google research here, just kind of wanted to touch on about, and I know you have some things too, um, about, so in a study of binge eaters, right. That's something that, um, is super common in our culture. And as it relates to boredom, it's one of the most frequent triggers binge eating is along with the feelings of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And where you and I, when we were pre-gaming, talking about uh, the youth and how it's also, um, it accounts for about a 25% variation in student achievement. Mm -hmm. And Uh, how people who are more bored are more likely to reach out, or kids who are more bored are more likely to reach out to um, foreign substances like drugs and alcohol. To get that stimulation. Right. It actually said in the U.S., teenagers who said they were often bored were 50% more likely than their less frequently bored peers to take up smoking, drinking, illegal drugs. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think as adults, we, we call it, sometimes we call it buffering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the things that we do to try not to feel boredom are, you know, overeating, binging, over drinking, mm-hmm. um, over shopping, porn. There's so many different destructive behaviors that we do not to feel a feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and what, what is so, what is also interesting when we come back to this feeling and what we, what we know as coaches is we need this contrast. Yeah. We need this feeling for the contrast of life because we can't experience happiness and joy and love and peace and all those higher vibrations that feel so good. Yeah. This contrast of life is important. Yeah, it is. And, and it also, we can't understand, we can't accept it as a catalyst if we're not feeling it. Mm, good point. I was, I was sitting, uh, in, the car the other day, I'm trying to remember, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I was sitting in the car and I was thinking, it's just kind of a blah day. I I feel I'm kind of blah. And I couldn't, I couldn't really put a feeling to it. And I, but then it hit me, you know what? I'm feeling this way because I'm feeling Mm. (laughs) because I am accepting my feelings Mm. and that's, that's not the first time that happened, but it still surprises me sometimes because when we're not buffering, when we're accepting boredom or, you know, whatever the feeling is and actually feeling it, we're not going after that artificial stimulation. Right. Right. So there is going to be some leveling out. It didn't hurt me. I moved past it pretty quickly once I thought about what it, what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. but we we've developed a need 
uh, a habit, not a need, a habit of artificial stimulation because right. we think we need to feel happy all the time. Right. And, and again, when, if we're doing engaging in these activities and not feeling the feeling, then we're left with, you know, being overweight as a result of the binging or an alcohol problem or a, a substance abuse problem of some sort mm-hmm. where we're not, um, this false pleasure, yeah. right. Seeking, uh, the dopamine hit because the brain is always working for something. And, and the, the real power is learning, like we've said to embrace the feeling, open yourself up to it. Just yeah. allow the feeling to be there. It's part of being a human. We're yeah. guaranteed this. And it's trying to tell us something, you mm-hmm. know, it is, th- this is what I, I really like. And I got this from um, Gay Hendricks, mm. the big leap guy. Mm-hmm. He says that, and different people talk about it different ways. I know Brene Brown talks about checking under the hood for what mm-hmm. that feeling is. But Gay Hendricks, he said, we should spend time every day in a place where we're devoid of outside stimulation, where we can just drop into our bodies and say, hmm. What mm. is bringing, yeah, hmm, is a big one with him because it's that hum that brings both sides of the brain together. But, hmm, what is causing this boredom? And we're not trying to solve for it necessarily. Mm-hmm. We're being curious. Mm-hmm. We're dropping into curiosity. What is causing this boredom? What is this boredom trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Because it's there for a reason. It's, it's our body's way of telling us something. Mm-hmm. What so is it? this is so like, this just flows right into flow. Here's the word um, psychology today article I came across and it said the lack of flow is one of the reasons people fall into boredom. So this says that um, being in the zone flow occurs when the person's skills match the level of the challenge presented by the environment. And when a task includes clear goals and immediate feedback, tasks that are too easy are boring. In contrast, tasks that people perceive as too difficult lead to anxiety. So I thought that was interesting. You know, Mm. are you, are you being, hmm, are Mm. you being challenged enough? Are you being challenged enough? Are you just kind of like status quo need to bump things up? Yeah. And, you know, think about this. I was, I was coaching a lady um, last week on, on her job and how she wasn't, she was feeling um, undervalued at work. And, you know, if, if you start the feeling, of course, we went through the whole think, feel, do, you know, cycle of how she ends up not showing up in a Mm -hmm. valuable way Mm -hmm. when she feels undervalued. And we talked about how to make that change, but connecting it to what you just said, you know, if I'm bored, if I am, then maybe I'm not rising to the occasion of what my potential is. Right. Again. So when we're checking under the hood, what's this feeling telling me? Am I, if we're feeling bored, am I challenging myself? Am I rising, rising to the, to the occasion that, would serve me. Yeah. It's, and it, it's just boredom, mm-hmm. you know, it's so, um, boredom, we, we've, the thing to do is to figure out how to make it work for us. Mm-hmm. And I think the way to do that is to listen to it, mm-hmm. to sit in it, sit in that scratchy blanket and 
try to figure out what is it trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. What am I not meeting? What level of in my life am I not meeting that I need to rise to? Mm-hmm. Or we could lean into, you know, the benefit of boredom. Mm-hmm. The benefit of boredom could be a good nap, <laughs> you know, right. Work, use it to work in your favor. Like, yeah. lean, oh, sorry. My cord is choking me here. <laughs> um, you know, taking a good nap or um, just that ability to just zone out and just yeah. be present with it. Our body needs that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said before, culturally, we are not good at being bored at relaxation time, Mm. but I'll, I'll tell you a funny, a funny story. I hadn't really thought about this. Um, when I was working on my PhD, Mm -hmm. I had a professor and, um, the first time I took her class, I made a B plus and I was crushed. I went into a two week depression because I made a B plus this woman. I wanted to be her when I grew up. And, and I was an adult as a PhD student, but I wanted to be her. And so I took another class from her and, oh, I wanted, I wanted a research topic that was just going to be so impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted, I wanted to get that A, to earn that A. And, and I had been trying and trying to come up with a project and just nothing was resonating. Nothing was, was working the way I wanted it to. And finally, one day I was exhausted and I just laid down and took a nap. And when I woke up, I had the best idea. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And it's, right. it's something that I went on and wrote a chapter about, got it published. It was the creativity, the, the kind of leaned into it instead of resisting. I did. I did. I leaned in and, you know, just said, Hey, we got to give everything a rest. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, my brain had time that flow for that flow to happen, to put all of the pieces that have been floating around together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. When you said that, I meant to, to say that we as a society, because of our technology, mm-hmm. we are constantly interrupting the flow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with our attention issues, with our anxiety, but it also has a lot to do with boredom because we chop, you know, I'm having a thought, but, oh, I get an email or I get a text and we never get to finish it. Mm -hmm. In this um, Psychology Today article, it said, in many ways, boredom is a modern luxury Boredom was literally non-existent until the 18th century. It came into being as the enlightenment was giving way into the industrial revolution. Yeah. We talked about that when we were pre-gaming too. I'd forgotten about that. That's right. Because up until then we were busy surviving. Right. That's exactly what it says. Our ancestors were just busy, just like trying to build shelter and find food. Yeah. Here we are. I mean. Oh, boredom is a luxury. <laughs> we go to Kroger and buy a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter if we're right. hungry. I mean, you know, right. it's, it's not hard. But yeah, yeah, we have caught up with that. So our brains are, you know, still trying to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, that that kind of goes back to that. We, we hadn't brought this up, but we were looking at boredom in a lot of different places. And um, 
there was a study of NASA astronauts. Right. Yep. And when they were in space, they started using a lot more Tabasco sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was because they weren't getting they the one of one of they had they had several different different uh, conclusions that they came to, but one of them was that they weren't getting that outside stimulation. Right. And right. so the spicy food was at least an outside stimulation. And then like the, the study, I, I just listened to it once, but the study, did you understand it to say like the big, the big reason they were studying the food was because astronauts, when they're gone mm-hmm. for extended periods of time, excuse me, they become like, um, bored with food and they don't want to eat and they become malnourished. Because yes. they're so bored with the eating, there's lack of novelty. Yeah. So it well, brought- and, and let's talk about the food that they eat. It's right. all powdered. It, it's not pleasant. Right. So I'm sure it's not a pleasant task in itself. And there's probably some level of of uh, Tabasco sauce that covers the taste. <laughs> right. But it was so it went on to say like, and again, like your understanding of it was. So she said like, if they made spaghetti, if they had this powdered spaghetti. They became really bored with it, but when they broke the ingredients apart, yeah, and they, they could put like, them together, and all they had to put, right, like so the ability, kind of like the Legos of food, you know, they could build their own food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, it's that need, you know, to just to just be to have something drawing our emulation, right? This yeah. to no- novelty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they come up with new ways to use pasta and tomato paste powder. I thought that was interesting, but tomato mm. paste powder mm. makes me happy. I did not become an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, mm. all right. So I think, is there anything else you want to cover before we give, give everybody their big takeaway for the week? You know, just, um, it, it's, it's, it's not, Boredom is not a bad thing. It is part of being a human. Mm-hmm. Gives us the contrast of life. It's meant to be felt. Um, and what is it telling you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the takeaway for me. If this week for our listeners, if you are bored, you're gonna you're going to reach for something for some kind of stimulation before you even realize it. So one thing will actually be catching boredom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and is, it. so here's like a perfect example. Like when someone is eating uh, my literally like how I do it. Like if I find food in my hand, if I find myself in the kitchen, I'm literally like, Judith, you're not hungry. What are you trying to solve for? What yeah. are you feeling right now? Like, you know, just kind of like I say it out loud. Like it's my mm-hmm. check-in and boredom will come up. Yeah. I, I was talking when, when we had, um, the, the guest coaches on, I was talking with one of them. I don't remember which one it was right now about how I talk out loud to myself a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I'll do that too. You know, something about saying it out loud, Hey, what, what am I doing here? Why am I in the pantry? Yeah. What am I trying to solve for? I love what- that. Yeah. If I'm not hungry, cause you know, cause you, you know, when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I hear mm. I want mm. Exactly. I love that so much. Just mm. when we podcast has, so it's dropped by now, right. The, yeah. the one about him, um, that it just 
resonated with me that talking out loud, being a verbal processor has a double whammy effect. If yeah. it connects parts of the brain, like I just love that so much because I can write all day long, but there is nothing like a 25 minute coaching session <laughs> to, to, to share my thoughts with someone else. The ultimate stimulation, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why we love podcasts and I can sit here and talk to you all day. I know. I know. And we will be back next week. I think we need to go ahead and close this down today, right. but yeah, yeah, this is the most fun I've ever had talking about boredom. <laughs> I, I think I can clearly say that it's a no brainer. So anyway, we, we hope you all have enjoyed it and learned something and learn to lean in and figure out, Hmm. What is this boredom trying to tell me? Mm -hmm. So until next week, I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Bender, one of the coaches at the No BS Weight Loss Program. And if you wanted to do a little research, just go to fit.click backslash free resources and find your way into the No BS Weight Loss Program. Yeah, into that great free course. Mm -hmm. All right, and we'll also ask you, if you don't mind, if you enjoy this podcast as much as we do, mm -hmm. go to iTunes and give us a little five-star rating. Um, we need to see those ratings pump up a little bit. We know that our listeners are increasing, but we want to see some, some of those positive ratings. Right. You know, so if you're feeling a little bored, you need some novelty <laughs> in your day, just go on. You've never left to go. Comment before. Go to iTunes and, and give us a five-star rating. Get some little neural stimulation going on for yourself and leave us. That's right. All right. Let's just drop it all. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.